Hey girl, you found it. This is your go-to podcast for all things business and brand building, fear casting, life living, and fruit producing. We're demystifying what it takes to build a profitable brand on social media while living a life you love and walking in purpose. So sit back, relax. You might want to pull out your pen and paper and take notes. We're about to dive into the good stuff. I'm Jordan, and you're listening to Branded Babe, the podcast. Today, I'll be sharing my story, how I started from the bottom, now I'm here. No, but for real, I got laid off back to back, and I made my comeback. So get ready to be encouraged and be reminded that God can do the unimaginable in your life, not just mine, in your life too. So in 2016, I had no job. I knew I wanted to do social media and make some money, so I looked for some local celebrities whose Instagram needed some help. And so mind you, just a little background, I have a degree in journalism and mass communications. I kind of traveled around trying to figure out where I wanted to be. I thought I was going to like be like a Roxy or a free on MTV, and then that didn't really work out. I did. I dabbled in acting, which was really fun. But I was like, okay, well, how can I secure the bag and do the things I love? And I realized, okay, social media might be it. It might be it. So anyway, I was looking for some local celebrities to um, pitch to because I, you know, I, I know how to content, do content creation. I know how to write captions. I knew how to do all of those things. And so I found a local celebrity. He was a reality star from Jamaica. You might know who I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> so I found, I found him on Instagram. He had two businesses. He had a bar and a club. Both of their Instagrams needed work. Like he needed help. So I looked up the times to see what time, like when, um, it was going to, the bar was going to open. And I went in like an hour before when people are just like still getting there. And he was there and I pitched to him. I was like, Hey, your Instagram needs help. This is, here's my portfolio. You can take a look, you can flip through, you can scroll through. This is what I can do for you. And I even had a mock-up for him to look at. And he was like, look, I appreciate all this and everything, but like what we really need is a server. And I'm like, okay, I need a job. So <laughs> Okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I can do that. But um, can can I do some social media stuff for you as well? And he's like, well, you need to show me that I could trust you first. Like, you know, he's one of them like, you know, trust issues or whatever. So I'm like, okay, okay. Well, start. I'll start serving. But eventually I think that I should take over your social media for you. I, I think I could really help bring some, some new faces in here and, and get this place popping. And so here I am serving. And as time goes by, I'm kind of like, all right, when is, when, you know, when is it going to be my time to do social media? Then I get promoted to a bartender, which is like a big promotion there. You know, it's like a big thing. So I'm like, all right, this is great. But what about social media? Like, this is what we need. This is what, like, this is what I'm really trying to do. This is why I'm here. So I'm getting sucked into this bar. I'm getting sucked into this like nightlife, work hard, quick money. I was just getting sucked in. And eventually I started to forget. I started to forget about what I was even there for. But luckily, my boss didn't. And he was like, look, okay, we want you to bartend some nights. We also want you to do event planning and plan like, you know, people are going to be buying bottles and tables at the club at the other location. So we want you to do that, too. And we want you to do social media. And I'm like, wow, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I, I, I agreed. I got a company phone. And I was literally on call 24-7, did not matter because 
It didn't matter what time the club the club stayed open all night, you know, or at least until like two o'clock. People didn't leave until four, five o'clock in the morning. And even though I didn't have to be there, I still had to be on call, make sure everything was good because I helped plan the events. And so I just I remember this one day I was I was getting burnt out for sure. I remember having conversations with like coworkers who were also burnt out. Like, what are we doing here? I don't like why. And um. I just, I just had this moment of thinking like, what, like, how did I get sucked into this? Like, I just came in for social media and here I am as a bartender, an event planner and social media coordinator. Like, this is a lot of stuff is a lot. I realized one day everyone was kind of like hanging out is, you know, dur- during the day and they were burning sage. And if you're someone who burns sage, I want you to I don't say don't be offended because Jesus offends Jesus. He's the only one who can cleanse us, who can get rid of demons. We cannot do that on our own. We can't get rid of evil spirits by burning sage. But Jesus can get rid of demonic spirits and get rid of anything that's not of him. Right. So I told them, I was like, hey, guys, the only thing that could, you know, cleanse this place is Jesus. And I got yelled at. My boss was like, don't ever say Jesus in here. Don't know. Don't talk about Jesus in here. And I'm like, okay. Wow. Okay. You are offended. Because I said, the only thing that can get rid of that is Jesus. That's crazy. And so that was kind of like a moment where I'm like, okay, Jordan, your time is really running out here. Like, what are you doing here? Like, seriously, why are you here? You, you the only one of the only believers in here. And you know, and you're in a club planning how people can have a good drunk night. <laughs> and I just, I was like, God, okay, well, can you get me out? What, like, I know I, I don't need to be here anymore, but what can you, how, what do I do? What do I do? God, give me a way out. Give me a way out. This one day we, I, I uh, planned this event. This was a big, this was a really big event for the chamber of commerce. This is, this is a big event. And, um, this, this white guy came in, James Matthews. <laughs> shout out James if you're listening he comes in and um he was he, he's like hey what do you do what do you do here and I'm like oh I'm the event, event planner I plan this event and I do the social media management as well and he's like what would you say about working with a small like a startup company as, uh, and doing this the same st- kind of stuff and I was like I think that'd be really cool tell me more before I knew it I was sitting in a financial planning firm having an interview, having my last and final interview with them. And I got the job. I got the job and I, God gave me my way out of that job that I didn't need anymore. He gave me, he gave me my way out. So I started working with this financial planning company. It was a lot of fun. Actually, I had a lot of freedom. I was able to use my, you know, uh, my creativity. I was creating content, social media. I was managing the social media and doing video editing and event planning. It was just a lot of fun. It was a whole lot of fun. And so after a while, I don't even think it was, I was there for a year and James pulls me aside and is like, Hey, we're shutting down. And I'm like, wait, what? I just got my first big, big, big girl job with benefits and stuff. Like, what are we doing? What are you, what are you saying right now? Yeah, we, we shut down within like two days of us finding out that we were shutting down. It was insane. And so there there I am again. I found myself just begging God to, to give me another way. God, I thought you said, I thought you said this was going to be my job. I thought this was, this was a blessing from you. Why is it over? 
Why are you taking it now? So I was, there was some bitterness there for sure. So I prayed and prayed and prayed and another job popped up out of nowhere. I got hired working at a printing company doing the social media management and some, some other creative stuff. And I actually got some chances to like speak on camera, which was exactly what I wanted to be doing. This was perfect. And I was like, Oh yeah, this was it. God, thank you. Like you knew, you knew there was something even better. Mm, (laughs) That job ended within a couple of months. And like, it wasn't me getting fired. It was the creative department of three of us. We all got laid off. And I'm like, okay, like, all right, God, like, no, seriously, like, like for real, for real, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Because this is not fun. And to top it all off, a couple weeks after getting laid off, we found out we were pregnant. So here we are. Will had just, my husband, Will, he had just um, started his job at the car dealership. So he's still getting his feet wet and learning how to sell cars because it's commission based. If he doesn't sell a car, he's not making money. And so that was that was that was difficult. That was like just the thought of like, how are we going to provide for ourselves and this little baby? How are we going to do it? But sure enough, God came through and I just felt I felt the need to just run with my own business. And there, like running your own business, being an entrepreneur It's not for everybody. And that's okay because these corporations, they need hardworking people that are committed. They need they need that. And I'm so thankful that there are people who are called to these big corporations because it would be really hard for the world to run if there weren't people called to those departments, you know. But there are others of us who are entrepreneurs and who are supposed to run our own businesses. And I feel like that is what God was pushing me into entrepreneurship like full-blown Jordan you got this you don't have to work for anybody else do this people are going to work for you and that was hard for me to believe it was hard it was it was scary because I've been able to I had been able to hide behind everyone else's um, like businesses and work for other people so if the business failed it wasn't my fault the department got like we all got laid off well at least it wasn't solely me it was like it was the business you know so it was it was almost like I was hiding behind this like safety I was in the safety net, right? And so I was like, all right, God, well, all right, I'm gonna put all my eggs into this basket. I have my yoked creative media agency that I created a couple years before with Will and we hadn't really done a whole lot with it, but I was like, all right, it's time. So I revamped the website. I created some systems and strategies and payment portals and all this stuff. And um the client started coming. The client started coming. And I was like, Oh, okay. This is what I made working for somebody else, but I get to do it on my own time. And it's the work that I really, really want to do for myself. This is cool. And so, you know, I mean, and it obviously wasn't easy. It wasn't always easy, um, but God provided. And it's crazy that we run from the very thing that God is trying to, you know, trying to bring us to, you know? And I think back to like just getting sucked into that, the club life and managing that and the doing the event planning and stuff. And I know that God had called me there for a time, but it's like, I wonder if, I wonder if I was supposed to like, be like, no, I came for social media. I got to go, you know, like I, I, it's just like, if I would have prayed about it, I wonder, 
I wonder where it's, it's hard to not wonder where he would be if you were obedient. But God uses even our disobedience for our good. Like he turns everything around. He turns it all around. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. At this point, I'm making some money. Things are things are going pretty well. I feel I pre- I feel pretty solid. I'm pregnant, but I feel solid. And um, my friend Bree, she ends up uh, coming to visit the baby after after Charlie was born. And she's like, Jordan, you need to hit 10K. You need to hit 10 K. It's going to change your, it's going to change your bank account. It's going to change your credibility. It's, it's going to take you to the next level and you can totally do it. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yes, you can do it. So she started like teaching me some of the, some of her strategies. And I started implementing her strategies along with some of my own strategies. And sure enough, I hit 10 K and it didn't take that. It didn't take that long. It took a couple months. And mind you, I was at like four, 5,000 already, but to hit 10K, I, it was kind of like I was at a standstill before we had that conversation. And after that, I was like, oh, I'm on it. I'm doing this. I'm doing it. Hit 10K, started getting some, you know, smaller brand partnerships. But the credibility was there. When people see that K, it's something psychological, y'all, that Instagram did. When they see the K, they're like, oh, they know what they're talking about. I want to work with her. So I started getting new clients and more clients and more clients and more clients. And things just started really picking up when I hit 10K. And I'm so thankful that you don't have to, we don't have to be stuck at 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 followers. We can really, there, there are so many organic ways of reaching 10K, especially with Instagram reels. Y'all, so if you, you know, go watch some of my reels, I I give some pointers in there. So this is just, this is just a side note to you. If you don't have 10,000 followers yet, push for 10K, set your, set some goals, find some strategies, work with me. Well, I'm going to help you get there. Um, But this is not what this podcast is about. So I just I think what I my takeaway from going from from job to job and getting laid off back to back and then getting pregnant and just not knowing what's next. God carried me through every single season, every phase, every job, every moment of confusion. God was there and he carried me through. He carried Will through. He carried my family through through and looking back it's like he was building my faith he was building me up to say hey I got you it you might not see the outcome but I've already written it is I got you Matthew six twenty six says look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not worth much more than they? You're worth so much more than even the birds of the sky. God will take care of you. Do you ever look at some ants? Like these little tiny ants just crawling all over the ground, how they can just like literally be squashed if we just put our finger down on them. Then is over. But God even takes care of them. So how can we not Think that God will take care of us in every season and carry us through. He's got you. I don't know what it is that you are worried about today. I don't know what door has closed on you back to back. I can relate though. I can relate having the door closed in my face back to back and being unsure of what the future holds. But one thing I do know is that my God, my father, my daddy who takes care of the birds in the air, he will take care of me because he's never, never let me down. 
Even when I think he's let me down. God, why am I in this situation? Why am I broke? Why don't I have a job? Why don't I... Why don't I have a partner? Why am I not married yet? Why don't I have kids? Why, 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 why am I still in the same place? Why am I still in this toxic relationship? Why have I not grown on Instagram? Why is my business not making any money? Why, ha- why am I still at this job? All these questions. Why, why, why? I feel like when we press into those whys and we just bring it to God, like, God, I need you to move. I need you to move. I trust you. I trust you. I feel like that's when... We shake when God shakes things up, when we just press into him, the word of God says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you all the desires of your heart. And I feel like that's something I I constantly run through my mind. It's not about my desires. The first part of that is I first have to delight myself in the Lord. I first press into God and I first read his word and I ask him to put in me a new mind, renew my mind, God. And then my desires change. And then my desires are aligned with his will. That's when, that's when the desires change. So I don't, I don't believe that that scripture is meant to say like, you know, oh, I desire um, to be married next year. And I desire for my business to hit a hundred thousand dollars so I can buy a new car and a new house and like, just be rich and travel the world. No, I think I think it's more like, God, your will be done, not mine. God, what do you want? I'm going to delight myself. I'm going to be joyful in this season of the unknown. I'm going to delight myself in you. And I know that you will fulfill my heart. You will give me the desires of my heart. And that's when like our desires just like they're aligned with him and his will when we press into him. So I don't know who that's for. I don't have a lot of listeners yet. And I said, yeah, because I know listeners are coming. I think I have like 10 downloads right now. One day I'll look back and be like, I only had 10 downloads when I recorded that episode because I know God is doing something in this podcast. And I just pray that he'll continue to speak through me and to use me as a vessel. And I do want to pray for you um, because, again, I've been there. I have had the door closed in my face back to back. I have been frustrated with my career path and not knowing where to go. I've been there sucked into a job just in saying yes, not having set strong boundaries. I have been there. But today we are setting strong and clear boundaries for ourselves and our path that are aligned with God and God's will for our life. And the way that we would know is that we delight ourselves in him and we go to him and say, God, your will be done, not mine. I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Like, let's be real. I I have big dreams for my life. But and I think that's I, I believe that's OK. But I feel like those dreams do need to be aligned with God's will. And the only way that's going to happen is if we spend time with him. And that's something that I personally I'm personally feeling convicted saying right now. I need to spend some time with the Lord. Um, I need to. And we all need to, you know. If you're listening to this and you're just like, just you don't know what's next for your life, I want to say a prayer for you. If you've had the door shut in your face back to back like me, I want to say a prayer for you. I just want to, you know, leave today believing that there is a door that is opening that is in God's will for your life. If you're cleaning the house, if you're driving, you might want to pull over, go, go somewhere quiet and let's just pray together. Lord, I just thank you for today. 
Thank you for the breath in our lungs that you breathe into us. God, I just pray for the listener who doesn't know what's next, who's had the door shut in their face back to back. God, they need a miracle. They need a miracle from you, Lord. God, only you can do it. Only you can do it. Only you know what the future holds. And God, we need a move. We need a move from you. I just, I pray for a move, whatever it is that they need, God. Maybe they need to get out of the job that they're in. Maybe they need to let go of that fear of being broke or let go of, of the fear of not having something um, like stability. Maybe they need to start that business that you told them to start a long time ago and they keep running from it. Maybe they need to, to switch jobs, an, another career field, another path. God, whatever it is, God, I pray that they would not miss this moment. That right now that they're surrendering their part and trying to hold on to the plan, God. We just surrender the plan to you, God, because we're going to get it wrong every time. We surrender it to you, God. God, any sin that we have that is holding us back, God, if there is a toxic relationship that we that we have gripped so tight, God, we just pray that you would help us be strong enough to let it go. Because the sin can't come through that door with us. God, we know we know that you're a good God and you use all things together for our good. We know, we know this. But God, we just pray for extra strength today to let go of that thing that has been holding us back, that we've really been holding on to as well. God, whatever it is, even the insecurities, God, the fear of rejection, the rejection that we felt in the past that has been holding us back from making a career move or starting something that you've told us to start, whether it be a podcast like this or whether it be a Facebook group, whether it be um, a business idea, whether it be a mommy group or a friend group, whatever it is, God, a church, a ministry. God, we just pray that you would give us the strength to step out in faith and leave fear at the door. God, we can't do this without you. We are weak and we bring our weaknesses to you because in our weaknesses, you are made strong. You are strong. You can be strong when we are weak. But when we try to do things on our own, God, things fail because you you just want us to trust you with it. So God, we just trust you. We say it out loud right now. God, I trust you. Your will be done, not mine. God, help us to take our hands off of whatever we've been trying to manipulate, trying to control, trying to make things work for for what we think is best for our lives, God. We let it all go today. We let it go. We surrender it all to you. And God, even if we don't feel like we can actually do it, we're still speaking it right now because as we speak it out loud, our spirits can just start to, to, to do it, to do the work. We're softening our hearts as we speak this. We're letting it go. We're letting go of the control and we're giving it to you, God, because you already have the control. We're just we're just letting ourselves let you do what you do, what only you can do, God.
whatever funding, whatever time that we need, whether it's we need somebody to watch the kids, whether it's we need a partner, God, send the right people, send the right team, send the right, the right moments, send the right connections, Lord, send the right investor, send the right community. God, just send us the resources that we need to enter into this next phase, God. Just ignite us, Lord. Put a fire underneath us, God, so that we wake up early in the morning, that we spend time with you, God, that we get a workout and that we move our bodies and we start aligning ourselves with you and your will for our lives, God. I rebuke laziness and slothfulness in Jesus' name. God, you have your way with us. Give us that extra extra burst of energy, that energy that we haven't had, God. Give it to us right now so that we can carry out whatever it is that you've been speaking into us, God. I pray that whatever that thing, that God-given gift, talent, um, career, whatever you have put in us to do, God, I pray that it becomes a dream and a passion for us, God. So we wouldn't be passionate and dreaming about the wrong things, but God, align our passions with you. Align our dreams with you in Jesus' name. God, your way is so much better. It's so much better. We surrender our way. We surrender and we give it up to you. Your way is the only way that's going to work. We weren't made to do it on our own. We weren't made to do it our way. God, so we lay down our way and we pick up your way. And we just pray that you would be there and that even if we can't see it, that you would still confirm in us. Give us dreams and visions. Give us confirmation through our friends or through strangers that we don't even know. Give us confirmation that the way that we are going is right. Let us know, God. Give us scripture. When we open up the Bible, we see a scripture. When we do a devotion that we see um, like an exact teaching that is exactly what you want to speak to us that day, God. Give us confirmation, Lord, so we know we're doing this right. We want to get this right. And we know we can only get it right with you if we go to you and we include you. God, we invite you into today. We invite you into what we think are our dreams, our purpose, our passion. We invite you into that. And we just, God, overwhelm those things. Overwhelm it for us. We don't want to get this wrong, God. So we we invite you. Have your way. Get rid of all fear. Get rid of our fear and insecurities, Lord. We cast our fears upon the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, that was another episode of The Branded Babe. I hope you are leaving feeling blessed and knowing that God is going to do it. He's going to open the doors for you. All we got to do is just let him do his thing because he always comes through. Don't forget to leave a review if you like this episode. I want to hear what you guys think. If you have something to say, you can definitely reach out to me, DM, email, whatever. Um, Check the show notes and I will definitely add the scripture that we talked about today. And I love you. Share this with a friend. See you next week.